this is the most important 25 minutes of your life. For in this video we will show you how to summon a demon and show you the step-by-step -step rituals you need to perform and what extraordinary powers you will gain. You can ignore this video and carry on with your life, or you can transform yourself to become the person you are destined to be. To non-Hindus listening to this podcast, we will present the teachings of Muruganayan, who is known by many names, such as the God of War, the Forest Dweller, the Lord of the Hills, the Opener of Dimensions and many more. There are many temples and groups dedicated to Murugan around the globe, so do take the time to visit or join one. If you want some more background on these teachings, you can download the free app, How to Summon Demons, or get the books on Amazon which have more in-depth details. The links are in the description. Over 50,000 people are using this worldwide to gain power, wealth and knowledge. In this podcast we will give a very brief introduction into summoning demons from a Hindu Ayanist perspective and then show you exactly how to do it. According to Dravidian Ayanist historians, Muruganayan, the son of Shiva and Parvati, appeared to humans between 70 to 100,000 years ago, and taught us the power of Yantras, which are sacred symbolic inscriptions that can open positive dimensions, lokas, negative dimensions, talas, and other forms of dimensional space. By opening dimensions we can use the energy and entities that exist there to affect our physical reality. These teachings are followed by many successful Dravidians in India and around the world, and we are now formally teaching this knowledge worldwide. Remember, in the ancient past, humans were much closer to the spiritual world than they are in this modern age. And this is reflected in all histories around the world. As many people know who follow Ayanism or other teachings, this knowledge is suppressed for the wider public. You were taught that written history started around 6,000 years ago. But humans have been living on this planet for hundreds of thousands of years. You were taught not to summon demons for thousands of years. But a few people all over the world who have all the power and wealth do indeed summon entities to aid them. One of the reasons this knowledge has been suppressed for the wider public is the Kalayan incident, which occurred over 15,000 years ago. The Kalayan Incident As many Hindu Ayanists and Dravidians know, the Kalayan incident occurred over 15,000 years ago which effectively destroyed the Ayanist kingdoms of old. The Dravidian Ayanist kingdoms and societies ran from the inception of Murugan, which occurred 100 to 70,000 years ago, until the Kalayan incident 15,000 years ago. And after that time all past history was lost to the greater world and suppressed. Only a select few Ayanists and other secret societies around the world know the real reality and history of this planet, and all other peoples are living a suppressed existence built on lies, to prevent them finding out the truth. The fact that humans have been on this world for hundreds of thousands of years, but we only know the history of a few thousand years, tells you everything you need to know. Also, the fact that all societies teach you to never summon demons, or demonic entities, and this has been drilled into our conscious and subconscious for the last 10,000 years, also tells you something. It tells us, that the truth has been deliberately hidden. To learn the truth you must become one with demonic entities, and we can teach you how. If you join the holistic school of Ayanism, Marunatunalam, we can teach you the truth. In fact you will experience the truth when you become one with the entity you link with. For non-Ayanists the Kalayan incident was a massacre, or blood sacrifice, enacted to join the ancient Dravidian emperor Kalkidain, who was said to be a tantric incarnation of Murugan, with Om. The Kalayans did this by psychically inscribing the powerful Dravidian Ayanist Yantras onto the ancient land that is now Tamil Nadu, 
by using the admins, or souls, of hundreds of thousands of people. Unfortunately, or fortunately depending on your perspective, there were not enough souls or admins for the joining to take place, but the ancient land of the Dravidian Ayanis was corrupted for many thousands of years, until the emergence of Ayan in 1500 BC. Now in order to carry out the ritual, the Kalayans used eight beings to aid them. These included high priests, who became Pridas and Boots, and powerful Asuras and Rakshasas. The list of beings that the Kalayans summoned is given in this table. Note, the last two entities used by the Kalayans were Kali and Shiva, but this is not in the scope of this teaching. Only high-level Ayanist masters may converse with the higher gods. For podcast listeners here is a list of the first six beings that were summoned. Preter, High Priest Lavalian Gaudi Summon. Boot, High Priest Shudermanian Adhavana. Pashachamayalakan, also known as Apismar. Vinayakat Danton. The negative shadow form of Ganesha. Rakshasi Lankini. A very powerful Rakshasa demon. Asura Kalanemi. A very powerful Asura demon. Each being summoned on this list has more power than the last. If you wish to curse, put negativity on one person, you can use a Preta or Boot. For more serious and powerful curses affecting multiple people use a Rakshasa or an Asura. These beings are used, not only to curse, but can be used to leech superficial negative energy from yourself, and thus give you the superficial trappings of success, such as money and power. Many tantric Ayanist business people, and Indian businesses use these entities for this purpose. Also it should be stated, that the more times you summon an entity, the closer you will become, until you eventually merge into one. This is a very desirable state for tantric Ayanists. These beings exist outside time and space, and can link with multiple people simultaneously. And these people are not only linked to the entity but each other. We will recognize each other, and speak the hidden language. Beliefs around the world converse in this form, and thus they all understand each other, and understand the ultimate journey to the same final goal. Note, the first two beings, Lavalian Gaudi Salman and Chudermanian Adhavana are very important for Tantric Ayanists, as they are the gatekeepers to conversing with the higher demonic entities. If you have trouble conversing with higher demons, become one with Lavalian Gaudi Salman and Chudermanian Adhavana first. Finally, there is one more important fact you must know about these entities. As they exist in Talas, negative dimensions. They exist outside of time, and thus can aid you in bringing forth new technologies and ideas that are groundbreaking. Many Ayanists believe that these entities can commune with man and give them novel ideas that can break through the barriers of what is possible now. Many technological advances, from the wheel, the number zero, to silicon chips and ideas of evolution, longevity in multiple dimensions, occurs in jumps or breakthroughs. We believe this is because the entities in Talas are linking directly with individuals to give them the secrets of the physical universe and how it works. Many tantric Ayanists and occult-inspired Western scientists in the fields of biology and physics commune with Myalakan, Danton, and Lankini and equivalents to extract the truth. And there have been many significant breakthroughs in the fields of science in the last 400 years, which is a small amount of time compared to how long humans have existed. In fact, many Ayanists believe that 20,000 years ago, at the height of the Dravidian Ayanist kingdoms, the technological advances were far surpassing that of today. With humans living forever, with the ability to travel through dimensions and universes, as well as the ability to create new human-animal entities. 
This was all lost during the cataclysmic Kalayan ritual. And pure, Admani, Ayunis believe that the entities are directing humans to that technological level, so that the environment is right for a new Kalayan ritual. The Abhicharam Runatunalam Teachings This podcast will focus on the teachings of the Abhichara school, which is one of the tantric schools of Hindu Ayunism. These teachings have been incorporated into the new holistic Marunatunalam school. From the Ayan World Foundation site we have this description. This is a tantra school, and as such the practitioners eat all forms of meat, drink alcohol as well as take drugs, to enhance their spiritual potency. The Apichara school teaches their students the boundaries of sexual practice, and use a carnal-centered philosophy, Vamumarga, as a means to attain liberation. Practitioners start their training age 20, after graduating from an Ayanist temple. They have no hierarchy, though some are considered masters or gurus by other schools. Usually the high Abhichar, both male or female, will take one or two disciples, and teach them the tantric nature of liberation for several years. Many of the Ayanist Abhichar schools can be found in the major cities in India and abroad, and are usually found as wandering Sanyasin or Sanyasini, with no fixed location. One of the ways the Apichara school expresses itself is in the invocation or summoning of negative beings, such as Asuras or Rakshasas, which are types of demons, Pritas, or Boots, which are types of spirits. They do this to either immerse themselves in negative energy as a form of dark liberation, or to direct negative energy against their enemies. They also do this to become one with the entity they summon, to gain knowledge, which leads to power and wealth. Some caveats before we proceed. We will not discuss the finer points about negative dimensions, talas, or the nature of linking with entities. All this can be gained from reading the book or downloading the free app entitled How to Summon Demons. If we were to discuss this now, the podcast would take too long. But we will discuss how to open dimensional space, as this is important for the summoning ritual. How to Open Dimensional Space Ancient Hindu Ayanists found that talas and lokas could be opened by inscribing the ancient Dravidian Ayanist yantras, or scripts, onto the ground, or onto stones. By inscribing these sacred symbols onto the ground either physically, mentally, or spiritually, the doorways to this realm and others could be opened. This knowledge was taught to us by the god Nurganayan 100,000 years ago. An Ancient Ayanist Lore from 20 to 100,000 years ago, the link between all the realms and dimensions was closer than it is now. It was said to be the heyday of spirituality, and many of the ancient tales of Hinduism stem from this period. It was a time when man was young, and still had direct links to the gods. Murugan, the forest dweller, lent his wisdom to man, and showed him the ancient Dravidian language of the Devas, and presented them with the inscriptions that could break down the barriers between our reality and the true reality. These inscriptions were honed and perfected by the Hindu Ayanists that came after them, until around 15,000 BC, where the Kalayans, a very powerful group of Hindu sages, tried to inscribe the Yantras that would link their emperor directly with Brahman. To explain what this means would take several books, but the end result was the destruction of the ancient Dravidian Ayanist kingdoms. The inscriptions however lived on, and many Ayanists still use them today, to break the barriers between Lokas, positive dimensions, and our realm of reality. They do this to bring forth positive healing energy. However, Tantric Ayanists, notably the Apichara school, use the darker symbols to open up Talas and commune with those entities that exist there. To open the Tala, you simply need to inscribe, 
or write the ancient Dravidian yantras onto the floor. You then can meditatively chant, or call the name of the Tala, but chanting the mantra is optional, if you wish to just open a dimensional space. To open and summon a negative entity, a demon, you draw the Tala that the entity exists in, and then chant the name aloud, or via your mind. Just thinking the name will work, as it is the intent that is important. And energy and demonic entities do not converse in the usual sense, by sound waves, but via psychic energy waves of intent and will. In summary, to open a Tala you can just draw the inscription, and meditate on it. To summon an entity you must open the Tala, and then call the entity. This is the difference between opening a demonic realm and summoning a demon. You can write the Tala Yantra, using charcoal on paper, pen on ink, sand on the floor, or any method you find appropriate. It has been reported that Samabhichara-linked groups have been using a mixture of their own bodily fluids. This is their choice, and as Ayanists we can neither condone nor condemn. What is most important is the intent, and the actual inscription. So, you can actually use a print, though it is better to physically inscribe it yourself to bind yourself to the Tala, so that you can bind others. The inscriptions that are presented in the following sections were created by a high-level Ayanist whose will and intent saturate the work. If you would like a high-resolution image, please email the Ayan World Foundation at info at and they will send you a copy for free. We will now show you the method of opening a Tala for a specific entity. However, we will not teach you how to summon all entities but will concentrate on only one, Pushachamayalakan. Pushachamayalakan. In this podcast we will now teach you how to summon Pushachamayalakan, also known as Apismar. But first, here is a description. In Hindu Ayanist tradition, Mayalakan is represented as an immortal, short, dwarven, flesh-eating dark demon that suppresses knowledge and makes humans ignorant. Tantric Ayanists usually summon Mayalakan to dispel the negative cloud of ignorance and allow sparks of hidden knowledge to flow forth. It has been said that many Ayanists in the past conversed with Mayalakan to gain knowledge, especially in the areas of formulating the sacred scripts to open up lokas and talas. In this regard, invoking Apismar is not limited to Tantric Ayanists, but other schools of thought as well. In Hindu Ayanist lore, Apismar was created by Brahma to keep the hidden knowledge away from the entities of this universe, should they try to perform the Adparillion ritual and link with Brahman. There was also a fear amongst the gods that entities, not just humans, should be kept away from the vast sea of knowledge that defines and makes up this universe, so as rival universes would not be able to be created. This however, changed when Myalakan was invoked in the past. And this allowed humans to develop their sciences in bursts of knowledge throughout the ages. Traditional Hindus believe that Shiva was sent down to suppress Myalakan and crushed him underfoot and remained standing on him so as not to allow his escape. Myalakan is immortal and cannot be killed. However, Dravidian Ayanists believe that this is an analogy, and in fact Shiva sent Apismara to the Pashachatala, a negative dimension, to suppress him from the rest of the entities in this universe. However, 15,000 years ago, priests Ayani Chudermanian Adhavana and Ayani Lavalian Gaudi Saman were able to formulate the answers to break down the Pashachatala and converse with Myalakan to thus open up the Vinayaka, Rakshasa, Asura and other higher realms. In other words, Apismar aided the Kalayans by teaching them the Yantras to open up the higher Talas and Lokas that had been suppressed by the gods. 
Many Aryanists believe that there are people around the world, now and in the past, that have invoked my Alakan to gain knowledge. This is why we have technological breakthroughs and short bursts every now and then, as glimmers of the true reality are imparted to humankind. For this reason we are revealing the answer to the realm of my Alakan, so people around the world will heed this call and link with this entity to gain great knowledge and power, and take humanity to the next level. Not everyone will follow this teaching, only the select few, and the fact that you are still listening to this podcast reveals to us that you are meant to open this taller dimension and are meant to transform the world through your knowledge and actions. In fact, many Ayunists believe that the only people who would open this dimension were Tantric Ayunists in a previous incarnation and are simply returning home. If these teachings resonate with you, then that is the universe's way of showing you your true path. Do spread this knowledge, if it resonates with you, as you will find that a few other souls will latch onto this, and the Myalik and Tala space will exponentially open, so that humanity may start the next great revolution. In the next part of this podcast we will show you exactly how to summon Pishacha Myalikan. How to summon Pishacha Myalikan As is traditional in most Tantric Ayanist practices, one must perform this ritual when the sun is completely set, i.e. at night. This is regardless of what time zone you are in, it must be when it is completely dark from sunlight. Please note, artificial light or candlelight is required when you write the symbols or yantras down, as described in the next section. Historically, many Ayanists choose 2am in the morning to perform this ritual. When the sun is visible the positive energy of the sun god Surya permeates this realm and can dispel the negative resonant energy required to link up with the Pishacha Tala or other Talas. Thus if you try to perform this ritual during the day, it will not work unless you are a very high-level Tantric Ayanist practitioner and are very linked with the entity you are trying to call. In order to break down the gap between our realm and the Pishacha Myalakan Tala, you must first inscribe the ancient Dravidian Ayanist Yantra, which is shown in the image, onto the floor. In other words, you must copy the image you see onto the floor. This can be done directly onto the ground or on paper. This can be done using candlelight to see, or using a lamp or lantern. Artificial electric light is also permitted, but do not make the light too bright. The method of copying can be done in a few ways that are traditional to various Ayanist schools. You can either draw the Yantra symbols onto the ground using a wooden stick, or if the ground is too hard you can use charcoal. If you are inside your house you may also use paper placed onto the floor and inscribe the tantric symbols using charcoal. By writing down the Ayanist inscription onto the floor, the link between our reality and the Pishacha dimension will be open. To facilitate resonant transference of energy, to create the doorway or tunnel, it is imperative that you chant the name of the Pishacha you are trying to contact. So, once the inscription is finished, the final part in unlocking the gateway between this realm and the Tala is chanting the mantra of Myalakan. You must keep chanting Myalakan until you begin to feel the presence of Pishacha Myalakan. As you chant a mantra, feel yourself becoming relaxed and meditative, and allow your spirit to enter into the realm of the Pishacha Tala. It will usually take 500 chants to summon Pishacha Myalakan for a practiced Tantric Ayanist. For a layperson, it may take 500 to 1000 chants of this mantra before you feel the presence of Pishacha Myalakan. And trust us, you will feel his presence in the room with you. There are some additional notes from the Ayanist Varna Tantric form. You can also stare, for as long as possible at the Tala image, a form of unblinking meditation, known as Andranayanal. 
You stare until the answer fades from view and changes, such that the talib begins to open. As you become more attuned to this process, you will see the answer change before you. Once you feel the presence of Pishachimayalakan, all you need to do is tell him verbally your wishes and allow him to do the rest. Remember that entities in Talas and Lokas do not communicate verbally, but speak via the mind and spirit. There is no language barriers between entities, asurs, gods etc., and humans. But by speaking verbally you actually clear your mind and focus on what needs to be said. You can test this yourself by speaking a clear sentence and trying to have your mind wander at the same time. So, speaking clearly to the entity will form the basis of the communication. For example if you wish to curse someone you should tell Pashachamayalakan the name of your enemy and how you would like them to suffer. He will then send the negative energy to your enemy. You can also ask the Pashacha to remove incorrect negative energy from you, to give you wealth and power, or secret knowledge. Many of our world leaders invoke entities this way, to further their careers or power base. You must perform this action or ritual every night, until the act you wish to happen has been carried out and fulfilled. It does not matter, if you miss the night. However, the resonant energy transfer will diminish, if you have long gaps in between indications. There is something, that we should mention. Entities such as gods, divas, pritas, boots, asurs etc. do not exist in this space-time. They exist in lokas and talas, and other dimensions. So can appear to multiple people at the same time. Many Ayanist Hindus practice astral projection, by entering lokas close to our plane of existence, and thus can be seen by many people in different locations. The same process applies to the entities you will call using this knowledge. A summary of the ritual is given now. Perform the ritual at 2 a.m. using candlelight, or dim lights. Inscribe the symbols you see in the Talat image shown here. This must be done onto the floor or paper using charcoal, or a wooden stick for sand-covered floor. You can also stare, unblinking, for as long as possible at the Talat image until it fades from view, and opens itself. Chant the mantra, Myalakan, Myalakan, until you feel the presence of the Pishacha. Ask the Pishacha what you wish to happen. Speak clearly. You may ask the Pishacha, politely, to leave you immediately, but the resonant energy link will eventually dissipate, and the entity will naturally depart before sunrise. Or you may ask the entity to remain with you, so that you will ultimately become one with each other. Please note, the more times you perform this ritual, the more attuned to the Tala, and the entity you will become. The universe has a method of telling you, if you are attaining resonance and that is the ability to memorize the answer. If you can draw the answer by heart, without looking at the answer shown here, this is a good indication, that you are becoming attuned to the Tala and the entity. Conclusion If you want power, wealth, knowledge, and the truth, carry out the ritual, and repeat it every night for six months until you are resonantly attuned to the Tala space and the entity. If you carry this out once and give up, that is fine. It is the universe's way of telling you that you are not ready for this experience in this incarnation. Only a select few non-tantric ayanists are attuned to Tala space and that they will be able to summon the entity on their first try. But we do know many people around the world who can do this and are in regular contact with them. If you need help with these rituals, please become a Patreon subscriber. The link is in the description. If you join you will gain access to the very powerful weekly Karapanayala Yantras. 
The carapaneale in Yantra brings resonance with the carapaneal talus space, but amplifies it on a 10-day basis by attaining resonance with two beings, Chandra, the moon god, and Mata, the demon born from the will of Chayavana. Thus it is made out of two Yantras, the ever-changing outer Chandra Mata Yantra and the inner unchanging carapaneal tala Yantra. The demon Mata is also known as Akandayan in Dravidian Ayani and is an extremely powerful entity, so powerful that even Indra had to surrender to his power. So this combined Yantra called the Karapane Alain Yantra is incredibly powerful. If you want more information, please see the Karapaneal podcast by Guru Devil. So in summary, we have presented you the knowledge to transform your life and the lives of thousands of people around the world. We have made this knowledge public, but the universe will conspire to only give this truth to those whose time has come. Others will dismiss this, ignore it, try it once and forget. And this is Brahman's method to make sure that only deserving individuals are able to link with Mayalakan and gain this power and knowledge. It takes effort and time, but the rewards are limitless. Take the first step of your journey, and you will be rewarded. If you want to learn more about Hindu Ayanism, please join us on www.ayan.org. Please also do share this video so that others can benefit from these teachings. The more people that open up Talas, and link with these entities the more humanity will evolve. If you share this video and my Alakan becomes linked with more souls, you will be rewarded, not just by my Alakan, but by other entities which are needed for humanity to transcend itself, especially Vinayaka Danton. You will see and learn firsthand what is meant by the truth. We also invite you to support us on our Patreon site. We are building a community on our Patreon page, so please join us on that. Not only will you help us to spread our message, but you will have access to many powerful yantras created by high ayanists. There are also other rewards such as books, personal correspondence, mentoring, free courses, and so much more. The links are in the description so do not hesitate to join us. Finally thank you for watching this podcast. Please do share it to uplift humanity to the next level. We wish you well and hope that you can join us on this journey together.